There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, good morning and happy last day of uh, the Minnesota State Fair. You're listening to Colleen and Bradley here on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live and doing everything entertainment on Underwood, just south of Randall, on this Labor Day, last broadcast at the Minnesota State Fair. It's uh, me, Bradley Trainer, today, and Holly Roberts. Hello, Hi. Holly. Hi, Bradley. We're broadcasting on the Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage. Want to say thanks to our daily broadcast sponsor, AAA Movers, for bringing you this fine Labor Day broadcast. Also, want to give a shout out to the Lactation Station brought to you by the Minnesota Department of Health and Minnesota WIC. Uh, that is still open out here at the State Fair. So if you got a baby and you need to change that baby, feed the baby, come on over to the lactation station and you can do that in privacy. Absolutely. And it's a gorgeous day. The fair is not too uh, crowded yet. I'm assuming it'll probably get a little busier later, but come out and see us. We're going to be broadcasting for the next two hours. And I think there's one more show after us. I think it's Donnie and Lori today. I think it is Donnie and Lori today. And I say that because... Donnie was at the station. Yeah, we saw Donnie uh, already uh, complaining. Yep, uh, <laughs> doing his thing, sassafras, and all, like Donnie you, does. You can always hear Donnie. <laughs> this is Donnie. <laughs> like, we can always hear him in the other room. We're like, oh, we're not alone. Having a meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> um, delightful. Hey, you know, there was a, some actual, I know everybody was out at the fair joining or enjoying the last summer gasp. Uh, before we head into fall and before the kids go back to school. But there were actual celebrity happenings over the weekend. And I was actually surprised to see some of the stories. But there's there's kind of a fun little storyline that's emerging. And it involves Brad Pitt and Kanye West. Yeah, this is happening. Can you tell me why... Brad Pitt and Kanye West were in headlines over the weekend? Well, the reason why, the, well, we'll say the surface reason why Kanye West and Brad Pitt were making headlines together over the weekend is that Brad Pitt showed up to Kanye West's Sunday service. So this is what Kanye West likes to do. He's been doing his Sunday service. It's a gathering, a musical gathering, a worship gathering. I don't quite know exactly what Kanye's trying to do with this. Well, he brought it on the road. Usually, he has it in his gated community in Calabasas, but yeah. he decided to take it on the road this weekend. He went down to the Los Angeles neighborhood of Watts, and that's where Brad Pitt showed up. Interesting. Now, I feel like we've heard about this before, and we can get to that in a moment, but... There's a lot of things. So if you listen to the Colleen and Bradley show on, uh, for any length of time, you know that whenever we see a story like this, it's not enough to just be like, oh, look, Brad Pitt was hanging out with Kanye West. That's dumb. Kanye West is dumb. And Brad Pitt is trying. What? 
No, you want to look to see why Brad Pitt is hanging out with Kanye West. Nothing happens uh, without a reason, right? Right, exactly. Now, TMZ reporting that uh, Brad Pitt was among the large group of worshipers who surrounded Kanye and his choir Sunday in the parking lot of a church. TMZ... Kanye West probably told him this, or at least Chris Jenner, yeah. said that it was a spur-of-the-moment deal, and Brad's presence was a surprise to Bloop. almost everyone Bloop. who showed up. I'm here to tell you, that was no surprise. No that, surprise. That was completely planned. You know how I know that, Brad? Because you're not dumb. Thank you. Like everybody listening. But you actually do. Um, what I love about this is uh, we are now trained to to look a little deeper and to start digging around. And you actually, I believe, have a blind item that indicates why we should have had a heads up that this was going to happen at some point anyway. Yeah, I'm going to roll that beautiful bean footage All right, right now. let's do it. Blinded by the item. I want to bring you a blind item that was published all the way back in May of this year. So this was at the beginning of the summer. Listen to the following. Okay. This former A-plus list mostly movie actor wanted nothing to do with the event thrown every week by the former A-plus list rapper. The studio made him do it, though, for press for his new movie. Hmm. Okay, so who are we looking for in this blind item again? We're looking for an A-plus list mostly movie actor, hmm. and we're also looking for a former A-plus list rapper. So this was back in May, and you had a blind item. Let's just be honest. They're talking about Brad Pitt and Kanye West. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so in May, the guy who does our blind items, and by the way, we um, we pretty much take his blind items for gospel because we know he's been right before. Yeah. So uh, he's alleging, or at least we're assuming that he was alleging back in May, that Brad Pitt and uh, was going to... Or the studio behind the film that he was promoting wanted him to show up for Kanye's Sunday service. Exactly. So back in May, the movie that would have been in question was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That was the movie that he starred in Brad Pitt earlier this summer, uh, the Quentin Tarantino movie. So mm, that's already mm -hmm. come and gone. But guess what, Brad? Oh, wait. The other Brad. The other Brad. Brad Pitt. Has another movie. What? Yes, and, thank you. let's be honest, this movie needs a whole heck of a lot more press than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood needed. Exactly. So that movie that Brad Pitt is starring in is a movie called Ad Astra. It was supposed to come out in theaters back in February, but apparently it's a hot pile of doo-doo, and the <laughs> studio was scrambling, and they had to do a lot of fixes to this yeah. movie. It debuted at the Venice Film Festival. I don't know if it's had its debut. I think it has, because there have been reviews out for it. But Brad Pitt needs to be out there front and center. And he was at the Venice Film Festival doing press, the Daily Mail trying to make us think that Brad Pitt and Liv Tyler, his co-star, were smooching or something. It was yeah. it was dumb. So it's just like, that's sort of garden variety trying to get PR for film. Yeah. But here you have somebody back in May was already giving us the heads up that at some point Brad Pitt was going was gonna to just pop up at a Kanye West Sunday service experience to try to get PR for whatever film project he worked on, and lo and behold, over the weekend, he shows up at a Kanye West Sunday service. Now, this is so fascinating because this Sunday service thing has just, oh, gosh, ballooned. Yeah. And it, in and of itself, we've talked about repeatedly as there's just something more to this experience than what it's being presented as. Am I, am I right? 
Yeah, because what it's being presented as, it's a gathering, it's a worship gathering. Kanye West, inspired by his uh, faith practice to gather a bunch of people to have a Sunday service, yeah. to, to have a choir together. To, they performed at Coachella, uh, and he had a Sunday service out there. Now, Kanye West was ripped back then because he was selling Sunday service merch to the ring of, like, $100 T-shirts. Yeah. That, basically that seems real just, spiritual. Yeah, real real spiritual. Although, And also, can we just say lazy and totally something that's been done for 100 years? This is not rocket science insofar as, like, you know, I think of some... Uh, um, uh, some televangelists who've maybe you know uh, ended up not being what they what you thought they but were going to be. Being a little hypocritical. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. We, yeah. Ended we, up in jail, maybe. Yeah. Not our first time at the rodeo. Yeah. But- so it, we, I think, when we first saw the Sunday service thing, we were like, okay, what's this all about? And very quickly, you saw people like Kim Kardashian come out and say, oh, this is not like a religious thing. This is just like a spiritual thing, and you know, it's just it's just kind of what it is and it's like a coming together of people it's like no, no. <laughs> i was born last night or i was born at night but i was not born last night a gathering of this... spiritual people is usually called a religious organization <laughs> and we've had indications that there is something more going on in fact i think we have another blind item that leads us to believe that is the case am i right of course so here is a blind item, and I think, Bradley, that we read this on the air, uh, but I want to repeat it again. This was published late last month in August, so here we go. This former A-plus list rapper filed paperwork to form a tax-exempt organization. I think he thinks he's going to funnel everything through this thing and have all of his income declared as religious activity. Who's that? That would be... Kanye West. Thank you. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. See, we're connecting all the dots here yeah. on the Colleen and Bradley Show, so you don't have to. Although, if you've been listening, you could be doing this, playing the home game uh, all by yourself. Exactly. So, this doesn't surprise or shock us. Um, it's only a matter of time. And also, it's not, again, It's this is nothing shocking, earth-shattering, like, deep mystery conspiracy theory. Like... Should it shock us that somebody so obsessed with himself and his own grandiosity and his own, you know, genius uh, would try to set something up to, let's be honest, fleece a bunch of people out of money that um, that they probably don't even have in the first place, and then you don't have to pay taxes on it. Yeah, it's called Scientology. Yes. It's called getting your free personality test. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, and going on that theme, Bradley, there is another blind item, and I think, I think you're going to know exactly who this is about. Okay. Let's roll that beautiful bean footage. God, we're just so full of blind items, oh. and we haven't even begun today. So this was published over the weekend on okay. Saturday. All right. Here's the blind item. Apparently, the paperwork has been completed and approved for this former A-plus list rapper's tax exemption. <gasps> ridiculous oh look at that oh so kanye west i'm assuming that's about kanye west right yes of course since that's what we're talking about in this particular segment on the colleague and bradley show down here at the minnesota state fair so you're saying that paperwork has already been filed to create a tax-exempt organization or well i don't even know what the status is but it's such that 
he will now be able to have these Sunday uh, experiences and any money raised will be tax-free. Well, yeah, because it will be all a part of that organization. And this blind item is saying not only has the paperwork been completed, but it's been approved by the people who need to approve it. So that means, in theory, that all that merch from the Sunday service being sold, it's not going to be taxed. Any of these concerts or experiences that Kanye West may go out and tour with, tax-exempt. There's rumors that Kanye West wants to make a reality television show out of these Sunday services. I don't know how that would be structured, but ultimately, it's so that he can get as much money as possible. Yeah. Again, we we should be able, like, if you're paying attention, you should see where this train is going. Mm -hmm. And it's only a matter of time before, um, basically, before Leah Remini has a series on... On A and E about it. On A and E about it. Yeah, we'll look forward to that. And all of the crazy things because next year, this nothing like this has ever ended well. I mean, like, could we just look at the history of this country and the number of times people have shown up and said, "I have a different way of doing things. Follow me, oh simple people. I will lead the way. Give me all your money, and let's end up in paradise." Huh? That's not going to end well. Yeah. No. Somebody going to end up with a, you know, a cup of Kool Aid. Ain't gonna be good. No, in in Guyana. Yeah. Which, by the way, I feel like there was just recently a podcast about the um, the uh, what's Jim the name? Jones. Jim Jones, Jim uh, Jonestown. Yeah. Massacre. Okay, we got to a, a kind of a dark place. We in did this really segment. go to Sorry. a dark place. But oddly, <laughs> you know what's odd about that is so Brad Pitt was in the movie. If you're just joining us, by the way, we're kind of all over the place in blind items uh, insofar as Brad Pitt and Kanye West and his Sunday services are involved. But think about it. So Brad Pitt was just in this movie about... The Manson Murders. Yeah. Once Upon a Time attached, in Hollywood. Attached to the Manson Murders, of course, another famous cult. And, um, you know, in promotion, not necessarily of that movie, but the person who just did that movie is now popping up to give free publicity for a person who is, by all accounts, and allegedly starting his own personality cult. Okay. That's a little... A little deep. Yeah. We're a little conspiratorial this morning here at the fair. It's okay. It's all right. We're enjoying the last gasp of deep fried goodness. I just had a Buckeye, which, by the way, deep fried Buckeye. Have you ever had those? No. Okay. Well, I'll tell you about them in the break. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to go from blind items to some other conspiratorial uh, business involving Project Down and Dirty. We just found out when our dates for Project Down and Dirty 2019 are going to take place. We'll talk about that and maybe speculate a little bit about what the powers that be are going to put us through. Uh, when we come back, right here on My Talk 1071. Good, beautiful morning. It's just after 10 o'clock. Well, actually, it's a little bit further after. Uh, it's about 1018 here on My Talk 1071. You're listening to the Colleen and Bradley Show out at the Minnesota State Fair. It's our last day, and it's a gorgeous one. Woo! Holly Roberts and I are kicking it until noon. And uh, from that point on, uh, Lori and Donnie will be taking over. That's right. Now, one story we didn't get to, we talked about uh, a story involving Brad Pitt and Kanye West over the weekend, but there was some other headline news that we... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
failed to mention at the top of the hour, and that was some pretty shocking and sad news about Kevin Hart. Yeah, so Kevin Hart uh, was in a very serious car crash over the weekend, and uh, he suffered major back injuries. However, nice report that Page Six is reporting that doctors are optimistic that he will make a full recovery. I guess I saw this headline over the weekend, Bradley, and I saw, okay, well, Kevin Hart got into a car accident. He seems to be okay. But apparently it was really serious. So he's, uh, Kevin Hart, still in a Los Angeles hospital where he's undergoing tests to see if he will need surgery. Uh, his major cert injuries are not spinal cord problems, and Kevin Hart is already able to walk and move his extremities. This, according to people associated with Kevin Hart, they're saying that uh, doctors are optimistic and that Kevin Hart will make a full recovery. And he he was in one of his classic cars, a 1970 Plymouth Barracuda that he named Menace. When it was crashed through, he crashed through a wooden fence ugh, off looks the like Mulholland he, Highway in Malibu, 1 a.m. on Sunday. So It that, looks like he was not driving at the time. I was reading, um, and it said that he had just gotten this car as a birthday present, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, his friend was driving. Jared Black. I don't know who that is at the time of the crash, but anyway, that's the earlier reports, and we obviously would wish him a full and speedy recovery. He, of course, was just in the news. Oh, gosh. Um, when was that? It was earlier this summer when Kevin Hart was all over the place because of the comments that he, his previous comments about the LGBTQ community. Well, that was because Kevin Hart was going to host the Oscars, remember, this oh, year? Oh, God. I mean, wow, going lest, way back. Lest we Where forget, am I? that was just earlier this year. That was earlier this year, and I'm thinking it's earlier this summer. I don't Did know. Did something Where? else happen with Kevin Hart this summer, though? What am I thinking about? I don't know. It doesn't I don't matter. Know. But the good news is he um, apparently will. Uh, make a recovery, at least um, according to this uh, report in page six. Okay, so from Kevin Hart on to one of the biggest stories of the year. Project Down a Dirty 2019. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. So we finally got dates. I feel like we're a little late this year. Usually they would give us a heads up before the state fair um, or just about as the state fair began when Project Down a Dirty would take place. We got the dates uh, this last week, and Holly, yeah. what are the dates that we will be doing the largest reality show on the radio uh, this year with My Talk 1071? Well, what I can tell you is that it's going to be later next month. I don't have the exact Oh, no, that's okay. I can look. pull it up. <laughs> but, um, but it is a later than usual announcement, but I will say that as far as Project Down and Dirties go, we have had them later. I think when we did Rock Band three years ago. Oh, three years ago already. No. Yes. Three years ago. That was in November. But this is going to be happening in October. And I don't know what the heck we're going to do, Bradley, and I'm kind of terrified. Well, I wouldn't be terrified, and I'm going to give you... Here we go. Did you get the dates? I got the dates. The dates are October 22nd through October 25th, which is a little later than usual. I feel like we're usually earlier in October. Of course, I have no recollection of last year, because like all Project Down and Dirties, uh, or Projects Down and Dirty, they um, kind of are a big, fat blur. Yeah. Um, Mostly because of the stress and the awkwardness, but what I was going to say is, okay, for those of you who don't know, Project Down and Dirty, it's a reality show on the radio. The powers that be take all of the on-air staff, those who have hair, 
or don't, um, take us all and put us sort of in a fishbowl environment. We've done a musical, we've done a rock band, and basically for that series of days, you're listening to us do our shows on the radio, but we're also sort of living, breathing this experience of learning how to do a musical, learning how to run a restaurant, learning how to um, how the zoo runs, for doing example. Doing things outside of our comfort zones for some of us. And some years are more mm, stressful than others uh, as far as getting out of the comfort zone. But the good thing about Project Down and Dirty, one of the best things, I think, is that we always raise money for charitable organizations around the Twin Cities. So it's an opportunity for us to do some good for the greater Twin Cities in whatever. Usually the organizations go with whatever theme we're doing. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. It makes for great radio, and it's a, it's a great cause for the organizations um, or a great opportunity for the organizations involved to you know, highlight the work that they're doing. So we have no idea what Project Down and Dirty is going to be, but here is a little, like, if I were going to be a betting man, I mm-hmm. would say it's maybe not going to be as, hmm, well, I don't want to use the word stressful, as um, how do I describe it? Because if you look at the years that we've done this, there's a pattern, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So like we had, what did we have last year? We had comedy last comedy year. Comedy was la- last year. That was a lot. That was intense. That comedy entire was, experience. You can say stress because stress doesn't have to be positive or negative. True. It's just, it's intense. It's stressful. It's putting you out there in a way that is not normal. Exactly. So that was that stressful. was a highly stressful environment. Yeah. There's a lot of practicing, a lot of putting yourself on stage, a lot of. While I think those performative projects down and dirties that we do are very fun, they're still mentally um, and physically usually taxing in yeah. a way that the year before, let's see, the year before was that when we did the zoo? That was the zoo. Yeah. So the zoo was not the same pressure or stress level as say comedy there were still some moments of intensity though like when bradley you and i were preparing the snacks oh god for the large <laughs> snakes <laughs> with dull scissors the literally and mice we go to, so we're <laughs> we're doing project down and dirty the zoo and we're behind the scenes i feel bad this poor woman is eating food that's all right and we're like we were cutting up dead animals <laughs> um Circle of life. Circle of life. It really was the circle of life. So we're at the zoo, and we're learning how, you know, they they prepare food for the animals. And we were in the reptile area. It was for the snake. For the zoomobile. Yeah. And all the little creatures involved in the zoomobile. And they handed us, well, a dearly departed chick and a mouse, maybe? And a mouse. And we had to... um, Prepare snacks. Cut them up in chunks with the dull scissors. Yeah. I'm just going to leave it at that. So, so this year... You never know what know. we're going to be cutting up. Anyway, we'll get back to more contemplation about Project Down and Dirty and other top celebrity stories when we return right here on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show here on My Talk 107.1, streaming live and doing everything entertainment at My Talk 107.1. I'm Bradley Trainer, along today with Holly Roberts as we close Hello. up the Minnesota State Fair. But there's a whole day ahead of us, so feel free to stick around with us. We'll be on the air until noon, and then uh, Ju- or, excuse me, Lori and Donnie will take over from noon to 2. Then we've got some uh, little best-of nuggets for you for oh, the rest fun. of the day. 
Really? So you can still come down. I should say, too, if you're planning on coming to the State Fair today, and even if you don't get a chance to see us broadcast live, the booth will be here, and they're usually open uh, almost, I think they're open the full day, right? Uh, the merch I, booth. Yeah, I believe they're open until 8 p.m. So if you haven't had an opportunity to get your My Talk 1071 State Fair t-shirts this year, the Hey Girl Hey shirt, our Conspiracies by Cobra, Don and Steve have something on their shirt. I don't know. There's like some text on it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. They even have a shirt this year? Yeah, I okay, guess. They were well, nice. There's really only one shirt you need to get. The uh, Do we even have that shirt? Is it still in stock? Conspiracies by Cobra? We didn't sell out? Well, they might have had a second shipment in. Oh, okay, good. Okay. Um, I want to also thank our daily uh, broadcast sponsor, AAA Movers Today, for bringing you today's My Talk State Fair broadcast. Also, we're broadcasting on the Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage, and the lactation station is still open today, sponsored by the Minnesota Department of Health and Minnesota WIC. So if you have your baby here, come on over to the lactation station, take a load off, relax. We are uh, on, I think this is still uh, what is it? Machinery Hill? This yes. is still Machinery Hill, right? On Underwood, just south of Randall, right across from the big GMC and Ford display. We're right by the intense riding lawnmowers. Yes. Which I had no idea how intense riding lawnmowers could be, but they're, those are pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> All right, come see us. Now, we talked a little bit about in the last segment, Project Down and Dirty. Do you mm-hmm. mind if we go back to that for a yeah, little bit? Yeah, let's go back. Because we didn't really get to speculate much, but the dates for Project Down and Dirty, that's our reality show on the radio. We've done the zoo. We've done a restaurant. We did a rock band. We did a musical. We don't know what we're doing yet, but we do know, I think it's the last week in October. Um, there, It's like Tuesday through Friday. Um, it's usually a lot of fun. We were speculating during the break what kinds of things it could be. Um, because they've not given us any hints. I'm assuming no. in the in the next week or so, we'll probably start to get some hints. Usually, B. Arthur is pretty strategic about dropping some hints. Dropping some tasty Usually, nugs. I will say, though, that her hints are crap. <laughs> I love B. Arthur, but she does that intentionally. Well, of course she to does. To keep us guessing. Yes. Because, like, um, was it Friday? Whenever I saw her last, she goes, I think you're really going to like this one. But she says that every year. Like, she, you say that, that every year. That's a trash comment, B. Arthur. And, and to be fair, there was only one that I didn't like, and it was the very first one that I did with uh, Colleen and I. The first time we did Project Down and Dirty, it was the one at the mall. It mm. was just, it was, it was a nightmare. I've heard legends about that Project yeah. Down and Be Dirty. Be grateful you missed it. Yay! People ended up leaving and flying to Las Vegas. Did you hear about that? Yeah, because it was a prank gone wrong. Yeah, and they then they had prank. to follow through with the bit. Oh my God. So they, they pretended to leave because the whole thing that year about Project Down and Dirty at the mall was that you could not leave without permission. And so two of the hosts at the time uh, left and um, pretended that they had gone to Vegas. Well, then the bosses got wind of that and said, well, no, now you're actually going to go to Vegas. So they literally put them on a plane to Vegas. We had no idea what was going on. I appreciate management's dedication to the bit. (laughs) Yeah. Them actually doing that in 2019, they'd be like, yeah, just Photoshop yourself. It's fine. Well, (laughs) and I, I learned a very valuable lesson is don't, try to pull one over on the powers that be because they will have the last laugh. Shut up, be quiet, and do what you were told. Yeah, exactly. Do you have any ideas? Okay, let me ask you this. What are your favorite, because we didn't get to talk uh, much about what your favorites were for Project Down and Dirty. Colleen and I did a little speculation on this over the weekend. What was your or what was the most fun Project Down and Dirty you've been a part of since you've been on the air? For me, 
It was rock band. Oh, sure. That was the most fun. Yeah. It was hanging out for three days, playing instruments. I loved being in a band with you and Colleen. We had so much that, fun. We had so much yeah. fun. Lower Darby. It was I learned, amazing. <laughs> I learned like one or two chords, and we jammed. Holly and I would just jam. She would play the drums. She's really good at the drums, so she would just rock out on the drums, and I would just play my two chords. I felt like a real life, almost not quite musician. Yeah, you were really amazing, Bradley. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun for me. And I know, which is humorous, I think, because I know that rock band was hated by many a my talker. They they hated that rock band so much, but I loved it. Are you talking about Lori and Julia? Lori and Julia. Jason, I think, hated uh, Project Down and Dirty Rock Band, and he was very vocal with his dissatisfaction about having to do that. I'm just like, anytime you, you know, like I get to just be a boob, uh, sign me up. Yeah, I, I that was fabulous for me. It it just left me feeling very energized and very much alive. Now the one that drained me the most though was last year, Project Down to Dirty Comedy. I just was like draining. Draining. I mean, there, there was an intensity to it. It was psychological. It, it was psycho. It was psychological. Who knew comedy could be so psychologically taxing? Yeah. It, the performance, the actual performance, performing in front of everyone at Mystic Lake and doing our improv. That was strange and incredible. I liked working with Stevie Ray and the improv company and doing all of that, but there was an intensity to that. I didn't talk to anyone for like three days after that. I got very, like, I spent a lot of time in my head. Yeah. And that's typical of the Project Down and Dirty experience because you're trying to do, like, it's it's, it's like a level of chewing gum and walking yep. that I don't have to do the rest of the year because you have, we've still got our shows, we're performing our shows. In between, we've got, like, practices for things, and you're having to confront, like, things that you're not comfortable with, and, you know, whether it's putting yourself out on stage. Oh, yeah. And we, you know, we're very outgoing people, or uh, those of us on on the air staff, because otherwise I don't think we'd be in this job, but it's a very different experience of putting yourself out there. At least it was, it very much was for me in comedy, specifically because I think that you you went into it feeling a certain amount of pressure to be quote-unquote funny, which if you try to be funny, you're not funny usually. So that was just a very, like, that was a very weird experience. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yes, it was very strange. So... That being last year, Project Down and Dirty Comedy, I don't know if it could get any stranger than that. I really want to work with some animals again, Bradley. Yes, people in the break were talking about animals. I like animals. I've always, I've always enjoyed animals company more than people. It's true. Most days, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Project Down and Dirty, like dog grooming, humane society. Yeah. Groomer, okay. Grooming, yes. Except I would feel bad for the poor animals that had to be... Bathe and fluff, working at the dog wash. Yeah, like one of us would run the dryer. (laughs) Somebody does the faux hawk. Yeah. Then you can, like, maybe, like, you know... You could do some color. color. Do the petties. Yeah. Because animals get petties now. They That's do, the thing. They do put nail polish on dogs. Something with animals would be fun because working with animals is such a joy. And raising money for local organizations that are working with animals would be something that's very The Humane fulfilling. Society, I would love the Humane Society, but I will tell you, I think I would be in tears most of the time. That would be a hard one. Well, yeah. That yeah. would be hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, I would absolutely want to bring home a lot of dogs. Yeah. 
and Isn't kitty that cats, the problem, which is not though? happening you know, in our house. Yeah, that's when you go to places like that, then you just want to hoard them all. So uh, if it were not animals, let's postulate right. or ponder or uh, contemplate non-creature related non- projects. The other one that I've always thought would be really fun, and Dawn McLean from The Morning Show and I have talked about this one for years, is like the Great British Bake Off, my talk style. Where like we're forced to like we're given a recipe and we have to execute it and we have a certain amount of time. I think that would be so much fun. That sounds so stressful, Bradley. Yes. We would all be yelling at each other. There would be some there'd be some drama. There but that's good, right? You want drama. And stress. You didn't do the trifle right. Yeah, you stole my egg whites, oh. you bitch. <laughs> you know that's gonna happen at some but point. But that would be good drama. So if we're talking Project Down and Dirties then Great British Bake Off, Great My Talk Bake Off, that would be good. Or just cooking in general. You know, yeah. we did the restaurant one, but we didn't do a lot of, like, sort of behind-the-scenes, um, like, cooking or baking. Mm-hmm. Um, that one was really sort of low-key. So um, any other ideas sort of popping to the top of your head for things we could do for Project Down and Dirty 2019, our reality show on the radio? I mean, Project Down and Dirty Carnival, Project Down and Dirty... Carnival, that'd be fun. A carnival, something like that, or like, you know... What would you do at a carnival? What would be your... Oh, haunted, haunted house. house. Somebody just said in the audience, haunted house. Haunted that would be house. a good one. Something like that where there's a fun oh, interaction with the audience. that's actually a really good suggestion. I, yeah. Because if you think about it, timing-wise, we know the dates are the last weekend in October. Spooky, scary. Or the last week, I should say, not weekend. Yeah. Um, full week. Or maybe it's not. It's the 23rd. What did I say? 22nd through the 25th? They usually it's like a Tuesday yeah. through a Anyway, five. that would be prime haunted house season. Oh, that's a good oh. one. Okay. Okay. Who's going to like carry the chainsaw and the hockey mask? Yeah. All right, but back to, because um, I was asking you about Carnival. If you had to yes. do something at a Carnival, what would you do? I would, like a demo derby, that would be fun. What I mean, I know a that... demo derby? Excuse me. I don't know what that is. Excuse me, Do you guys me, know Bradley. what a demo derby is? Yeah, look, everyone is shaking their heads. No, that guy doesn't know a what it is. A demolition derby. Oh, a demolition derby. I'm saying at a carnival. That's a carnival thing? Well, yeah, it's like a county fair thing. Oh, God. That's where seems I grew deadly. up. I thought, I meant like, you know, the bottle, like the ring toss. <laughs> and you're like trying to like run people over with cars. Project down and dirty Mad Max style. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would want to do some kind of ride. Yeah. You know, just be the guy who like pulls the thing to make the thing Hi, go my around. My name is Bradley. Want to come? you want to ride my ride? I'll let you go on twice. <laughs> want to go on my zipper? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Okay, I'm going to leave that alone. Okay. You just said that out loud. All right, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, should we do some D-bags? Uh, yeah. All right, we are out here live at the Minnesota State Fair enjoying this beautiful last day. Come see us. When we come back, we've got celebrities behaving badly right here on My Talk 1071. Good afternoon. No, good morning. I forget. We're normally doing our show at noon, but you're listening to the Colleen and Bradley show here on a special State Fair Labor Day edition on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer along with Holly Roberts today. We are broadcasting until noon, and Lori and, uh, Lori and Donnie take over from noon to two. It's our last day out here at the State Fair. Come see us on Underwood just south of Randall. It's a gorgeous day. It's not too crowded yet. Um, there's a hefty amount of people, but it's certainly not the wall-to-wall weekend experience that it's been. The vibe at the State Fair this morning is mellow. 
Yeah. You know, I know that usually, Bradley, you and I and Colleen are out here in the afternoon, but it seems on the last day of the State Fair, it's very subdued. People are not in a rush. You can just casually go and get your You can vittles. saunter. Yes, you can meander. There's not huge lines uh, for food items yet. And uh, while we're watching people amble about eating amazing food on this last uh, State Fair day of just... About 10.47 in the a.m. Should we do a little D-bag action? Of course. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Ah, what's a day without a D-bag? I don't know. Celebrity D-bags, celebrities behaving badly. Holly, who's your D-bag today? My D-bag today, Bradley, is Ms. Jennifer Lopez. J-Lo? What's J-Lo up to? J-Lo. She's not a frequent flyer on the D-bag list. No, she's not. And I will tell you, Bradley, that her D-bag offense is pretty minor. But at the same time, it was like, girl, what okay. are you doing? Well, so, What's the what? Uh, what's the what? Well, apparently, Jennifer Lopez called up somebody very powerful and very famous about a month or so ago to have a little confab. Okay. That- like... Somebody powerful. Wow. Yeah, somebody powerful okay. and somebody very famous. I think most of us know this person. If you don't know her, you should know her. That would be U.S. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. J-Lo called up Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Yes. Why? Well. How does that happen? Like, I just am sitting around and I want to talk to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, maybe okay. Jennifer Lopez is getting into law like Kim Kardashian. Or oh, maybe sure. maybe she wants to, wants to advocate or for Or maybe she's going to play Ruth uh, in a movie. Probably not. Probably not. Okay, so what's going on here? So, she called up Ruth Bader Ginsburg because when you're rich and powerful, you can get people's numbers like that. And apparently... J-Lo wanted to meet Ginsburg and introduce her to her fiancé, Alex Rodriguez. I mean, this is so weird. And okay. then, all right, so, you know, oh, fine, you, you want to meet A-Rod? I don't know, maybe Ginsburg is a big fan of the Yankees. I don't know. But apparently, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she says, they went to her chamber and they had a, quote, very nice visit. So she goes to Ruth Bader Ginsburg's, uh, you know, Supreme Court Chambers or chamber. Yeah, and had a nice visit. But Ruth Bader Ginsburg says that Jennifer Lopez had one point of conversation that she really wanted to get to. Okay, so of the things that you would want, I'm trying to think of the things that I would want to ask Ruth Bader Ginsburg about. Maybe like, you know, her history, her time on the court, her career. I mean, her illustrious career. Uh, Maybe her opinions on any number of issues that we face as a democracy in a country. Yeah. No, very powerful woman that Ruth Bader Ginsburg is. What did J Lo ask Ruth Bader Ginsburg about? No, apparently Jennifer Lopez wanted to mostly ask if she had any secrets about a happy marriage. She asked Ruth Bader Ginsburg about her marriage. Yeah, what what are what are the keys to a happy marriage? U.S. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader okay, Ginsburg. Okay, first of all, also isn't her husband dead? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well that's awkward. Uh-huh. But okay, so she asked her what the secret to a long marriages or a successful marriage yeah that just i mean okay that's like a random question but like i feel like if i had ruth bader ginsburg on the horn i might you know um i might not that wouldn't be my first choice no put it that way no you're meeting a person who 
you can call. She literally I, has like history. she is one of the most powerful members of the United States government. Like, hey, what's the secret to a long term marriage? Yeah, you know, because I'm doing this thing with a Rod, and you know, we're totally in a semi relationship, so and you want to go ask about marriage? But you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is very polite, and apparently, she told Jennifer Lopez a little piece of advice that her mother in law gave her when she got married, which, which was. was Helps sometimes to be a little deaf. Oh, that is good advice. <laughs> yeah. See, it helps sometimes to be a little deaf. Yes. Presumably, that's when your partner is asking you to do something that you just don't want to do. Will you take out the dishes? Huh? Huh? What? what? I didn't hear you. No. So there you I go. I just went ahead and did that. I didn't hear you. Okay. I just like, you know, could could you have thought of something else to ask her? I feel like I would have had like five other things before I got to like. What's yeah. your advice for a successful so there marriage? You go, but, Jennifer Lopez. You know, J-Lo clearly has only one thing on the mind. And that's marriage. That's marriage to A-Rod. And working on like her Like the biceps. world's most um, cheatery... Uh, well, he's he's known to cheat. Yeah. Uh, also known to have a self-portrait of himself as a centaur above his bed. Okay, so... That's not creepy or weird, right? No. Okay. Not at all. Yeah. Come D-bag, Brad? I do have a D-bag for you. You know who my D-bag is? Ooh. My D-bag is none other than Popeye's chicken. What? Yes. Okay, Why? so you Just guys... because you missed it when Colleen and I tried it on an emergency Yeah, first of all, you guys, are, you guys are D-bags. You're on my D-bag list. Why? Because you ate the Popeye's chicken when I wasn't there to try it. Thank you. I'm not bitter. But it's mainly because of this story about... Um, and let me just make sure I have this. Um, don't you love how websites do that thing where they want you to sign up for their newsletter and then they shame you if you don't? Oh, yeah. So that just happened on this Popeye story. Anyway, Popeye's apparently sent Diplo a private jet full of sold out Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Did Diplo? Okay. Nobody can get their hands on this dumb sandwich anymore, but Popeye's can send a boatload or literally a plane load of them to Diplo. To a producer. Like, excuse me, could you not make them available for the rest of us? Eat the rich. So, no, <laughs> and yeah. their Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Exactly. So um, it, it says right here, and I'm just looking at the thing, Popeye's, doopy-doo, Popeye's heard I wanted to try their sandwich, so they sent me some in a jet. Wendy's, your move. <laughs> excuse me, the rest of us are out here trying to just get one dumb sandwich, and they're sending plane loads um, to people who, frankly, I think will be fine if they don't get a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Am I right? You're totally right. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, uh, Popeye's. We're just bitter. We are bitter. <laughs> Although I will tell you, I drove by the Popeye's on Lake Street here in Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. uh, or not here in Minneapolis, because we're now in Falcon St. Heights, Paul. St. Paul. It's, aren't we technically in Falcon Heights? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, not Minneapolis, right? Um, but I drove by the one in Minneapolis, and sure enough, um, their sign still says that they have the sandwich, but I don't believe that they do because you'll remember last week we talked about the fact that they pulled it from their menu um, temporarily until they can stock them again across the country. Lies. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So I look forward to the day when I'll actually be able to try one of these it's sandwiches. It's really good, Bradley. I know. It's worth I've the heard, hype. I've heard it that it is. Okay, if you guys are just joining us, we are out here live at the Minnesota State Fair. We have one more hour-ish of the Colleen and Bradley show with Holly and I today. And then uh, Lori and Donnie are going to take over. And God only knows what those two fools are going to be up to. Yeah, they've been sassafrassing back at the but station. But I will say I have heard Donnie um, rassafrassa. <laughs> Uh, and mentioning Lori's name was like, Lori, rah, 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 rah. So, you know it's going to be good, whatever it is, from noon to two. Yep. And then... Uh, then we got best ofs for the rest of the day. We have best ofs for the rest of the day, but we will be down here at our merch booth, um, or folks from my talk will be down here at the merch booth for the rest of the day. So, if you are out here at uh, the Minnesota State Fair at all today, and you want to pick up your last-minute merch, today is the day, because if if you want one of these t-shirts, you're not going to be able to get it any uh, anywhere else after today. Nope. You're not going to be available online. You can't sweet-talk your way into a t-shirt um, without coming down here to the State Fair. So make sure you pop by our booth at Underwood. It's not even a booth. It's a giganto uh, spaceship. complex spaceship mm-hmm. at Underwood, just south of Randall. So come see us. We'll be right back here on the Colleen Bradley Show. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.